Good morning, angels. Good morning, angels. <laughs> anyway, um, I would usually be listening to some wild, like, little, like, heart-pounding, exciting music, you know, to get me pumped up for this day. But, uh, but I'm not. Apparently, I had to just go through a very uh, heavy uh, downpour where there was even, like, standing water. And when I looked through my, you know, at my side view mirror in the back, you know, it's a cloud, you know, there. Deep Eeyore cloud. Ah. Anyway, I guess these people who have this sweet boat are getting a whole bunch of boats, like, boat works. I guess they're not going boating today. Looking behind us, it looks like it is a serious storm you know, coming this way, so, you know, about running it right now, I guess, it's behind me, I'm glad, because I really did not want to, uh, drive all the way to work in that rain, and I did ask that, uh, that that cease, so it hasn't gotten this way yet, so it's probably coming, but, uh, nonetheless, I just wanted to say, happy, happy, right, happy Wednesday, back to this grind, had two days off, but, uh, you know, my body really needed the rest, and I had so much to do, and uh, I did some things, but one of the biggest things that I did was rest my body, and I know I needed it because uh, I was very, like, moved, <laughs> impacted by um, a disappointment you know, from some ladies, you know, I can't say from some ladies I trusted because I did not, you know, um, my daughter and my husband know that, uh, I did not trust these young ladies. So it's not like, um, you know, my feelings are hurt or anything that they disappointed me, coworkers from the company, not at my specific store. But, uh, you know, there's there's a lot going on in our universe, and one of the things that I learned up close and personal that I never really thought existed, and I never saw, you know, in adulthood, I guess, was um, how people will literally throw you under the bus or, um, you know, try to cut you short to get a space that you didn't even know y'all were eating for, right? So... Now we get to see that that's a thing in the world. You know, maybe when you step into politics or, you know, where there's grant money in Baltimore or, you know, whether it's uh, ego mania in PG County, it doesn't matter. You know, the key is, is that as women, we must recognize the power that we have and the importance of using it together, you know, um, there's a lot going on in, you know, just in the universe galactically, um, just on so many levels and so many things that we have to be able to, you know, solidify our relationship with our higher self, our higher power, and have a belief system that gives us the rituals to do what it takes to make sure we can put protection on ourselves and our families. So besides the stuff that's going on in the galactic, we have 
you know, the spiritual war that's going on right here on the ground um, in flesh. And, you know, there's a lot of people going missing. You know, there's a lot of uh, youngsters who are like adolescents who had their whole future ahead of them, you know, and they are going missing. And, and just from watching some of these crazy stories, we know that people can go missing and just seem to have vanished, but they could just be right up the street in a god darn garbage can somewhere. So one of the things that, you know, I know that a lot of people get quiet and odd when you talk about things that are of danger and concern because they want to live in a space that keeps them from being afraid and you know I know because my mom when she I'd be away from her and she'd be like oh you know some sort of concern it's like I understand you know and I would giggle oftentimes they'd be like you know my mom but now as a mom and I have a daughter away in college you know we know that nothing is guaranteed except for um, to just stay black and die at some point, you know, and so one of the crazy things that is really concerning is for me is that we have a huge issue with supremacy, white supremacy, and they're on this prowl of wanting to take down people who could do things in black communities or unify um, multi-races to not have this segregating segregate you know segregation to where it's breaking up humanity and causing all types of violence and disruption in humanity and so you know you have to protect put protection on your exciting kids we don't ever want to put fear in the hearts of people but you watch people who are traveling and running around and living their bestest life in a pandemic and you know everything's great but we all have a different journey and what's often been said is that if you're not a threat to the to uh the supremacy hierarchy situation to the plan the new world order etc then they're not messing with you you can go and do whatever you want we all can't do everything everything's not for everybody Yes, we should be free. We should be free to travel. We should be free to move about, be blessed, have what we're supposed to have, etc., etc. But unfortunately, on this planet, this illusion, this planet illusion, certain, you know, when like somebody said, I was watching something that somebody sent me, I can't remember who it was, but um, it was like saying something like, you know, um, you know, when you're born, we forget everything that we were before we got here. So we have to get back to who we were before we were born to come here. So when we do that, we allow ourselves to be able to start to formulate the power that we had before. And there's a mighty magnetism here that doesn't want us to have it. So if you pay attention, those of us that have this special thing, you know, this special thing, this godly, powerful thing about us, we're not allowed to have the wealth, it seems. We're not allowed to have, um, you know, the materialism. 
And the reason why it seems, because I don't claim to have the answers, the reason why it seems that we're not allowed to have it is because that is an illusion. And we need to get to the root of things if we're going to impact because material things, they wane, they leave. You know, at some point, they're trying to make it to where the dollar means nothing. So we have to get deeper into our spiritual game. And and what was guiding me as I was getting ready to get on, what was because I sat quiet for a moment to hear the messages, to know where to, to guide and to speak. And and I it was fear. That was the thing that was, you know, heavily on the forefront of my mind in my message <coughs> was fear. You know, like, what is the level? How should you react? What's the impact it could have on fear? So, one of the key things that I was thinking about is, with all these missing people, with my daughter not being here, with, you know, um, the white supremacy looking to attack If we really just see things as they are, which is, you know, I read something today that said there is no God, there is no Satan, there's just a higher self and a lower vibration or some shit. And I was like, wow, you know, those are the people that were spoken of in one of the books that I've read when it was talking about the end times and what will be going on during that time. Wow. Somebody's here. As the rain is coming, he has no top on his Jeep, totally exposed in the rain. Right. I wonder if he just rode through what I rode through. Anyway, so um, I disagree, you know. <laughs> there is a higher self, right? And, and I guess, you know, when you come to this planet with your own ideas, you know, um, you have these concepts and and we don't know which one is the actual concept but what I do know for a fact that is when I pray to a God of love peace mercy grace and favor things move and and yes we could be praying to our higher self right and and that's okay But what we should not do, in my opinion, is put down a God that needs us to know and accept that he exists in order to work on our behalf. Because you can't expect God when you're finally in the point where your IMs don't work. You know, there was a situation with this woman that I met on this journey. And she didn't believe in God. She didn't read the Bible. And I think she said, like, her mom was a Bible-belting person, and it was just hypocritical. Whatever reasons, she was into Krishna, you know, I am. And so we had a battle, spiritual battle going on with the witch. And the girl, she was white, young woman, um, but she was very confident in her power and will. But... So was I. 
and I was older than she was and I was of love. And so um, I remember going against this lady and the lady started getting impacted and then this new lady shows up and the lady starts going after that, you know, woman who had the IMs and, and she was like, you know, I slipped and fell in the ranch today. And I was like, oh no. She's like, yeah, I got mud all over me and you know, this and that. And I was like, that's terrible. And she fell in front of the demon lady. I thought, wow, that's terrible. I said, so she said, you know, I feel like I'm in a spiritual war. And I said, and what do you do in the case of that? She said, well, I just say my I am's. <laughs> like your I am's. What are I am's? I am great. I am strong. I am, you know, I am powerful. But the I am's just didn't cut it. So I started talking to her about using verses from the Bible, which is a weapon. A weapon that wicked use in there for their use. But it's also a great weapon, sword against the wicked. Gotta have the right scripture. And so, um, so I started to, you know, pl- point out certain scriptures, and I and she started to use them. And um, you know, the crazy thing is though that she had a lot of fears, and that's what was kind of like hitting me. And I, I didn't want to focus on that. Like I did not want to make my show about fear. So I just wanted to really touch on it and, and, and give examples. So I love movies. I love to watch movies. That's my thing. And, and in movies, you know, you get a chance to see things. Like there was a story I was reading about a family called the Wolf Pack. You know, long story short, they were, um, the father was concerned about the world that they lived in and kept the whole family. The kids for 15 years kept the, the oldest kid. 15 years old, along with his siblings, um, just locked into this um, apartment where they could never leave. He covered the windows. They couldn't see out. You know, they weren't allowed in certain rooms to keep him from, because of his fear of the world, he didn't want his kids to be out there impacted. And so um, they ultimately broke away, whatever, and got free and were able to, you know, live out in the world. And and all the fears were, yes, there were things that were crazy, you know, different things went on, but they were able to live and nothing happened, okay? So fear is a thing, and my mom always talked about it. You know, one of the things that allows the enemy, who may be bigger, may be stronger, may be, you know, more powerful in some way than you, to triumph over you is oftentimes as a direct result of fear. And so she would point out Bruce Lee. You know, he was often her go-to guy, you know, in martial arts and teaching us self-defense against adults and, you know, self-defense in general. Um, the art of, uh, the art of remaining calm was a big thing for my mom. But one of the most important things that she wanted us to know is to not be afraid. And that was something that she often said, and it's easier said than done, right? But after you've been young and experienced pain to a certain extent in various ways, you know that pain hurts. And then you know that you can kind of muscle through that pain. And if you can muscle through that pain, and that's what your fear is, is of the pain, then you'll be okay if you just let go of the fear. 
And so in saying that, I'm thinking about it and I want to speak on some of the things that are going on in the world to where fear can get us so muddled that we can't see an opportunity to triumph against something or someone that's coming against us and it's our life or theirs. So there's a story in um, on social media floating around right now about a young man named Daniel who Robinson who is missing and he is 24 years old he went missing this summer he's an ecologist or ecological ecologist I think they said he was ecologist or whatever it was something that deals with ecology and he um, was out in Arizona on the last place they quote-unquote saw him was a job site I just want to know who saw him on the job site you know and then you know one of the other things is you know his car was found with his window bashed in and it's flipped over on its side the airbags were deployed and it was in a canyon in a gully on a rancher's property and it was found quote-unquote by a rancher so there's a lot of things that go through my mind because I'm a screenwriter and and I'm a filmmaker person and you know to me there's a lot of things that go through my mind but one of the biggest things is that in Arizona and Mexico and the deserts of Vegas a lot of uh, insidious things go on there and you know you have people doing things that are um, you know questionable things and so oftentimes you could find yourself in a place trying to just do your job and now you just stumbled upon something that puts your life in danger and you might be able to get out of it but fear takes over and now you can't get out of it so I just wanted to say you know with so much going on you know like me not liking to drive in the rain and I just drove through a storm but what I did was instead of being afraid like at some moment I thought maybe I probably need to pull over if this is going to be my hour ride in this weather but the other part of me just said you know heard the voice of my boss who would just give me shit about it it's rain you know and I just pushed through and I asked God to see me through this and he did and there's no rain right now so I want to say that if you find yourself in an extremely frightening situation which could happen you know it could be a white supremacist gang or people who decided you know they're on the prowl for a life you know they are the descendants of people who like to uh, lynch and now they want to lynch because you know they know that all hell's breaking loose sometimes they're wealthy so they have the power to get out of things. Sometimes they're police officers. Sometimes they are the children of such. So they don't feel concerned about getting in trouble. And so now you're thinking, ah, they're going to get away with this. No, the hell they're not. If there's a God and you have a relationship with that God, right? So I just want to say, don't let anything frighten you. No matter what it is, no matter how big they are. You know, um, another example is uh, like what I was going to say in regards to the guy. I was concerned that with his window broken in and um, 
you know, his car just thrown. And they said they found his clothes, his boots, and his um, vest that he was working in beside his car. So sometimes, you know, when you deal with people who are doing insidious things, they make you strip. Because, um, <coughs> excuse me, there's another situation where a young man who is missing right now, he also is a college graduate, um, youngster, who, uh, recently was, his car was found with his, with his baseball cap and his shirt he was last seen in, in the car. And one of the things from history that we know is that, uh, when the lynching, lynch mobs often might just uh, make you strip. Or, you know, we have to be careful. College is crazy. I'm just going to be honest. College is crazy. One of them was a, um, was a frat, you know, adult. And sometimes those guys still live in that time of party age. And, you know, there was a chef recently who... Uh, put himself in a position to uh, be murdered as a result of, an, you know, getting linked up with some nefarious page that he put himself in a position to be robbed and killed and hidden. And he went missing. So when I saw the frat young man recently whose mom is like, you know, Jelani is his name, I believe. He's missing. Um, it made me feel a little concerned that the way his car was found in a little remote area where people might be willing to do, you know, insidious things, you know, um, for quick satisfaction, gratification, they could easily, you know, find themselves meeting in some place like that. And now, you know, they get attacked because apparently his wallet was found somewhere or something. I don't know. It's just a lot. All I want to say is fear is a huge thing. If you find yourself in a situation where, you know, um, fear can be a positive, you know, because it can make you aware. It can make you make a decision swiftly that can save your life. But at the same time, fear that uh, debilitates you, fear that puts you in a position where um, you don't protect yourself or you feel afraid, you know, to protect yourself, that's a bad fear. And that's a fear that you don't want to get in the spirit of because it is a spirit. And so we want to, I want to say that one of the most important things that we must remember and do is remember to stay calm and remember that, um, you know, people are humans, you know, you don't have to fear them even if they have a weapon, no matter what, just remember, if you believe in a higher power and you have love in your heart and you're not walking around doing all these 
vicious, insidious things to kids and animals, older, elderly people, etc., etc. Then it's if you don't feel you want to go, fight for your life. Okay. Last example is some young ladies of triumph. An example of triumph is there were young ladies. They were sisters. They lived on their own in a、um, two-story place, and、um, in the wee hours of the night, while they slept. A man, ex-con, obviously he had been watching them. Came to the window and obviously he knew it was open. <laughs> Maybe he opened it because sometimes girls leave their doors open, not black people. And、um, he ultimately was able to say, "Hey, girl, I'm coming in." And he opened the window and came on in her place. And so in doing that.、Um, He put a knife to her neck, and he was going to kill her basically after he did God knows what. But she fought, you know, for her life, and he was fighting her. And her daughter is hearing her scream, her sister, her little sisters hearing her screams, and you know, and I guess all the noise that's going on with the fighting for her life. And、um, comes upstairs, you know, and jumps on his back and is gouging him and trying, but he flings her and puts the knife to the sister and. Said, "I'm going to kill you," he whispered to the older sister.、And、the older sister said she didn't want her sister to see her die like that, so she said, "Run and go to get us more help. Like we need more help, you know." And the sister just kept fighting for her life. But finally, she said it just felt like you know she didn't have any more in her, you know. And so the sister went outside screaming for her life. She called 911 multiple times, and they were just fucking with them. Put their life in danger, basically, because they were not, you know, listening and moving fast enough to give them the help they needed. So she's outside screaming for her life, and the neighbors are looking. And you know, she says she just sees these shoes approaching, and it was a policeman, somebody in a uniform. And so she tells him what's going on. He goes inside with her, and he identifies himself, you know, as he's coming in. So and so police department. And when they got to where the sister was fighting for her life,、um, they see the man with the knife to the lady's neck. I mean, to her face, and he says, "I'm going to stick her." And she, and the policeman shot him in the head, killed him. And so it turns out, though, that the sister had gotten stabbed multiple times in her abdomen, but survived it. And so, you know. Her decision to fight instead of cower, you know, her sister's decision to go get help instead of to stand there, and then you know the calls for help, you know the 911 calls, etc. Everything was aligning to, to not for them to not win, but the determination to win outweighed. The determination to lose, and therefore the lack of fear, in my opinion, was what saved the lives of these young ladies. The absence of debilitating fear, right? So I just wanted to say, there's a lot going on in our universe, on our planet, in our communities, in our countries. You know, for us angels. There's a lot, lot going on, guys, and and we all have different parts to play. So don't find yourself feeling like you're just some 
you're an angel of God, so you gotta take it, you know, in the ass, basically, by something wicked, because you don't. You know, God has various angels, warring angels, angels that never lose a battle, right? Because we call on them. So I want you angels to just rest in your relationship, fight for what you love, know that if you fight, God's going to help you. If you have a desire, he's going to be there for you. The adversary is there, but your relationship is more powerful than the adversary himself. And if you believe that and you stand on that, you'll be okay. That's what I just want you to know. You'll be okay. All right. So, um, moving towards my destination, um, you know, I'm approaching it quickly. I just want to say, I love you, you know, just have the strength to push through, you know, um, love, send forth love into environments that seem wicked and wrought with wickedness. Um, don't fall into the wickedness with them. Don't find yourself playing tennis with wickedness. You understand? You just be great, be love, be powerful and strong, walk in your purpose and and maintain your your relationship that's super important. All right? Cuz that's the only thing we got is our relationship. All right? So I love you. Peace.